You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. We are ready for another entertaining and fun season. I'm back with another episode of AJ's Analysis today. I have a lot for you. I have uh, eight, actually. No, seven, sorry. Seven amazing Bills fans joining me throughout the show. We have a lot to talk about. Um, Bills versus Jets coming up here within the next couple of hours. Obviously, maybe a weather delay slowing that down. But for today, I have a lot of of good things going on. I got seven fans joining me um, talking about their players to watch, maybe a little bit of a prediction, where they're from, kind of their background, how maybe they became a Bills fan. I'm uh, just trying to get you know people to uh, talk about how they feel about this big game, a, a huge game for the Bills uh, beginning. So I'm going to get started here with Max. Um, he's he's my first guest. Max, uh, how you doing today? Good, man. How's it going? Good. Just tell me a little bit about like maybe how you started your kind of fandom with the Bills and maybe, you know, a little bit about where you're from. And uh, that's that's about it. Yeah. Yeah. So I started off. Uh, I lived in New York City for about probably first eight years of my life and really wasn't into football at all. And then ended up moving up to Buffalo um, and all my family that was in Buffalo. Um, you know, they were all diehard Bills fans and that's really where it started for me. And then all my friends, you know, just living in Buffalo full time, it's like you just naturally become a Bills fan. <laughs> um, so there's a little bit about that. I played football through high school. I played football at ECC actually one year with uh, in the year that I played. Um, Curtis Rukavina was actually on the team. So I think he's a front office guy now for the for the Bills, actually. Um, so, yeah, that's cool. And then, uh, yeah, just I live in Texas now. I live in Austin and uh, carried it down here, made a bunch of friends down here in Austin, had my uh, rehearsal dinner for my wedding at the local Bills bar down here. So that was fun. And uh, yeah, after this, going to go back there and, and get ready for the game. Yeah. So, so I'm sure there's a lot of, I don't know if there's a lot of Cowboys fans around you, but I'm sure that there's probably a, a, a nice feeling down in uh, Texas this morning and today because of what happened last night. Yeah. I mean, last night was crazy, first of all, but yeah, uh, a lot of happy Cowboys fans for sure. All right, Max, give me your players to watch for this Bills Jets battle on Monday night. Yeah, uh, I'm really excited to see the rookies, uh, both Kincaid and Torrance play. Um, I feel like Kincaid, if he can live up to the role that everybody says he's can live up to, of being that, uh, you know, just that kind of Travis Kelsey-like slot guy who can fill the void like um, Beasley did, because I truly feel like Josh was most comfortable when Beasley was on the team in the slot role or they could throw a little three-yard pass, but it would go for eight or nine and put us in uh, second and short and not have us in third and long and whatnot sort of uh, sort of positions. And I think it's been like probably since Rousseau that it felt that the Bills were all in on starting a rookie. And uh, he's Rousseau's been great over the last two years. He's obviously shown a lot of growth, but it's going to be cool to see two rookies, uh, Kincaid and Torrance, both get to start. Well, I don't know if Kincaid's listed as the starter, but I'm sure he's going to play a ton. Yeah, those are definitely two intriguing matchups. Again, Torrance did not allow a sack in college, won the right guard yeah. battle against Ryan Bates this offseason. I think he's had a very good offseason training camp and in the preseason looked good as well. Kincaid as well, you know, his sure hands, his elite route running ability. Those are both great selections. I think both of them will have a big impact. And 
Brandon Bean does get some, you know, backlash for his drafting, but these two guys seem to, you know, have the potential to be one of the most impactful rookies, uh, first and second round picks that the Bills have had in quite some time. Uh, Max, what is your prediction for the game? And maybe just your thoughts on this team overall and where you think they can go. Yeah, uh, I'm going to go 24-13 Bills. Um, the weather was freaking me out a little bit, but I heard that the weather's passing. So uh, as long as the ball's dry, I feel I feel good. But overall, I think that this is honestly on paper. This is the best roster we've had since Josh has been the quarterback. And uh, we're not getting talked about by the media as much as we were last year because of the way that the end of the season went. But, I mean, that's fine, and nobody's paying really, – people. a lot of people are counting the bills out. And truly, I mean, we've been an elite team the last – three, four years, and I really do believe that this is the best uh, roster we've had in, in that time. And now I have I have a surprise question for each of you. I didn't tell you guys this prior, so you guys are going to have to be ready. Who are you more scared of, the Jets or the Dolphins, for the division? Um, I'm going to say the Jets because the Dolphins, uh, they can put up points, but we can put up points too. And the Dolphins' defense, I think, is better than the Jets. And as long as uh, we can hold off the Jets' uh front seven I think and like Josh can stay cool and composed I think we're good all right Max you enjoy yourself thank you for coming on today uh great knowledge great insight and you know what again Torrance Kincaid maybe those two guys have some big games today so uh, thank you for coming on yeah man go Bills go Bills that was Max from Texas uh next up we have Joe uh you know diehard Bills fan again he's got his I can see him in the background here. He's got a very cool background that I think most of you will enjoy that are live. If you haven't liked the video already, please do. I, I appreciate all the likes on Facebook, YouTube. If you're on Twitter, come in the chat, interact, ask questions. We're, we are previewing the game today here as well. So if you have any questions about the game or my thoughts on any of it, please drop comments in, in the uh, YouTube comments. Joe, how you doing? Good, AJ. How you doing? Thanks for having Good. me on. Yeah, no problem. Uh, so just, again, background about you, yourself, uh, where you're from, kind of how your fandom started, um, and that's about it. So it started, uh, I mean, as early as I can remember as a kid. Um, my family's from Buffalo. I grew up in South Florida, but my grandpa, he was a season ticket holder for 40 years. So growing up, we would visit every winter, and he would take me to games. We would watch all the games. So he pretty much started me as, as early as I can remember. Um, just teach me everything there is to know about football, all the, I mean, everybody, all the classics that we grew up watching. Um, so at times though, it it was difficult growing up in Florida, being a Bills fan, um, especially with Dolphin fans, they, uh, they tend to, to get on you pretty good. Um, but each year I would go to that game whenever that game was hosted down in South Florida. Um, I live in, uh, Michigan now, um, in uh, the west part of Michigan, in uh, Grand Rapids. Um, so, I, I mean, I got two little ones. They're both going to be hopefully following in my footsteps. <laughs> um, I already got them all dressed up in the in the Zubas and everything. So, you do. You're a good dad. You're a good dad. <laughs> Get them started the right way. Absolutely. All right, players to watch for today's battle for the Bills and Jets. So I, I had uh, Kincaid and Torrance as well, both rookies. Um, just for them starting. Um, we don't obviously have that very often with Buffalo. They don't start rookies very often. But So I'll go uh, with Rousseau and um, Bernard. Uh, biggest with Bernard is just him having that green dot, not having that time in that preseason, that communication factor. How is it going to work? Um, just getting the plays out to everybody. 
um, and just making sure everybody's in that right spot. And then with Rousseau, just making, seeing him make that next leap, um, getting that double digit sacks. And uh, I just, if, if we don't get to Rogers tonight, that's what makes me worried um, that he's just going to sit back there and kind of pick us apart. So we just got to get pressure on him because he's not 20 years old anymore. He's 40. He's not mobile. He gets any pressure. I mean, it's just downhill from there. Yeah, he's definitely not as mobile as he used to be. I, I think the Bills bringing a lot of, uh, you know, kind of pressures, kind of different looks to see, you know, what, what's McDermott going to be able to do. I'll get to that later. Um, but what, what will McDermott be able to do with, you know, this new defense? Kind of you have a couple of new guys in the interior. You add Leonard Floyd. You obviously have the big middle linebacker. Hey, this is Scott Galloway, author, professor, entrepreneur, and most importantly, host of the Prop G podcast. We got a special series running on right now called The Future of Work, where I answer all your questions on, surprise, The Future of Work. Questions including, what are we missing when we work remotely? Or how do we handle work-life balance when a major opportunity comes knocking? From the provocative to the technical, we're offering insights you won't want to miss. So tune in to The Future of Work, a PropGPod special sponsored by Canva. You can find it on the PropGPod wherever you get your podcasts. You know, replacement with uh, Terrell Bernard, replacing Tremaine Edmonds. And then you have Benford again, who who gets a starting job uh, over Kyrie Elam. Kyrie Elam is a healthy scratch today. Uh, so that's that's an interesting thing, but not surprised just because of numbers. And I think you don't want to start – or you don't want to have three uh, boundary uh, corners behind um, Trey White active. You just want to kind of have that guy that can do do both with special teams. I think Cam Lewis is the guy for that. Joe. What are your is your prediction for the for the game tonight? And also, do you believe that the Bills can go far this year? Uh, for tonight, I predict uh, 27-20 Bills. Um, biggest thing is just, I mean, like we said, uh, just controlling the game. Uh, big thing with the run game. Even if we're not necessarily successful at the run, just keeping them honest. And Josh is not just dropping back 50 times and just being one-dimensional. So I think if we're able to just run the ball efficiently, that'll help a long ways. So 27-20. And uh, I do think, I mean, this is one of the best rosters they have assembled. Um, we have the experience. I know each, layoff, each loss in the playoffs is tough. Um, but I do believe they will get over the hump. We've been saying that for a very long time, unfortunately. <laughs> Uh, it's been 35 years for me, uh, and each year it's the same thing. You always think that they will get over that hump. Um, and then that, and that the question that you did ask about the uh, Dolphins and the Jets, which one's the bigger threat? I have a different oh, question for you, Joe. I have a different question for oh, you. Oh, you have a different – oh, okay. Yeah, I'm doing it for each person. I got a different question. So my question for uh, you okay. is, who has more receiving yards tonight, Gabe Davis or Alan Lazard? That's tough. Uh, I would have to go Davis. Um yeah, I would have to go Gabe. Uh, I could see – that was one thing they were talking about in the offseason, Sauce Gardner. Uh, he only lined up on one side of the field all last year. Is that going to change this year? Is he going to shadow the uh, number one receiver for each team? I can see him doing that more with uh, Diggs, him getting double teamed a little bit more, taking him out of the game. So I think Davis will step up in that, uh, in that aspect. Um, I think Lazard can still have a good game, but – with a healthy Gabe Davis, I think we're going to see what we saw in the playoff game where he had the four touchdowns and then the beginning of last year before he got hurt. I really think he can take that next leap. 
All right, Joe, thank you for uh, tuning in. Enjoy the game with your kids. And hopefully uh, at the end of the, at the end of the night, we're talking a uh, Bills W. Yes, sir. Thank you, AJ. Go Bills. All right, have a good one. Go Bills. That was Joe from Michigan, a uh, big Bills fan. He said it's been raining there all day. Uh, so the rain, I think, is coming to Buffalo tomorrow. So it's going to be a it's going to be a fun one uh, tomorrow in Buffalo. A, a very a very wet rain. But we're going to go to Eric. Eric, how are you today? Uh, how, how's it going? And uh, where are you from? Why why the Bills? Why are they your team? And just a little background about yourself. Uh, from Gowanda, New York, about forty miles south of Orchard Park. Um, lived here my whole life, all thirty years. Um, originally, I was an Eagles fan up for the first. Up until like 05, 06, mainly big Donovan McNabb guy being from Syracuse. And then as I hit high school, just kind of fell more in line with the Bills. And then once the whole Bills Mafia thing started up is when I really just, the fandom took over and now it's Bills or nobody. All right. What are your, who are your players to watch uh, for the Bills just battle? Uh, First is Micah Hyde being his first actual real game game action in almost a year. Just want to see how he's doing. He's getting up there in age, too, so I just want to see if he lost a step or not. Um, Trey White is my other one. Just, again, same thing. You know, he was not himself last year coming off the ACL injury, so I want to see how he looks after a full offseason to being healthy. And third, I think just the defensive unit as a whole, with McDermott taking over as basically being the de facto defensive coordinator. I know he said about being more aggressive and getting after the quarterback, so I want to see if they actually do that as opposed to, you know, Leslie Frazier lining up 10 yards off of Bengals receivers in the playoffs and just not doing a thing. <laughs> that still bothers me. Right. Um, so do you, are you like, are you a believer in the, in the kind of Sean McDermott taking over the play calling? Or are you kind of like, we'll, we'll, we'll kind of see how it goes. Do you believe in McDermott to be able to take this defense to another level? Or should I say be his ability to, to coach the defense in clutch situations? Do you think that is better? Yes, I do. I think he, I think his more aggressive nature is better for the clutch as to where Frazier was good, but it seemed anytime they needed a stop, whether it was the third and longs or, you know, third and shorts, they just, he was just always like the wrong scheme for it. Like I said, the Bengals game was, it was what third and three and they had him playing 10 yards off. Like that, that can't happen regardless. So I hope McDermott fixes that, especially if he's blitzing more. Right. Uh, All right. Predictions and for the game tonight. And then also how far do you think this Bills team can go? I'm saying low-scoring defensive game. Both defenses, I think, are top five, if not top three. Um, I'm going to say 21-17 Buffalo. And, I mean, if the Bills stay healthy and this offense explodes this year under Dorsey, I mean, the Bengals looked absolutely atrocious. And I thought they were uh, uh, yesterday, and I thought they were the Bills' biggest threat. So I'm going to say Buffalo can reach the Super Bowl, but they it's going to rely solely on how the offense is this year. All right, Eric, thank you so much. Enjoy the game tonight, and hopefully, again, we're talking about a Bills W. Yep, sounds good. Go Bills. See ya. D-Rum, what is up, my man? How are you? Uh, again, let's start with let's start with what we've been doing. Your thoughts – sorry, not your thoughts. Where you're from, why you're a Bills fan, and uh, just kind of the history of your Bills fandom. Yeah, yeah, so thanks for having me on. First of all, AJ, uh, always a pleasure to talk with you. Um, I was actually born in Springfield, Massachusetts. Uh, very lucky that my family is not very engrossed in football outside of myself, or I 
could have become a Patriots fan at some point. Um, but around uh, college, in college, I started to really get engrossed in football. Uh, I went to Alfred State. I live up here in uh, upstate New York, right by Rochester. Uh, so at that point, once I started getting into it, I kind of uh, looked into the history of the Buffalo Bills, you know, the uh, four Super Bowl losses, and, and part of it just kind of stuck with me, and I was really attracted to the team uh, and also had plenty of friends involved with them as well. So jumped right in um, and just been fascinated with football ever since. All the intricacies, strategy, it, it's fascinating stuff to me. Um, so just just been uh, locked in ever since to the Buffalo Bills. Yeah, it's definitely the uh, most prominent sport right now. I think you, year in, year out, I think it just gets more and more popular. Football is kind of the big thing. Everyone waits for it. It's like a five-month season. So that that anticipation and wait you you experience in the offseason. And there's always stuff to talk about, too. Like an offseason in the NFL, there's draft, there's free agency, there's, you know, OTAs. Many, there's, a, there's a lot you can talk about while, while football is not actually in season. But, again, the Bills' season starts today. So, d your thoughts on the Bills and players to watch for this team? Yeah, so um, I have three different players I'm really interested in tonight. Uh, Dalton Kincaid, the rookie tight end, as well as Dawson Knox, um, and Spencer Brown. I'm very intrigued uh, based on the Jets' linebacker coverage. I think that's one of the best spots to expose them. So I do think we're going to see some slot option with the tight ends for Kincaid. And I also think Dawson Knox is going to be there a lot on the right side to help uh, chip some of the defensive tackles uh, or DN, so to say, uh, to help Spencer Brown out. So I do see that there's probably a potential that we see uh, them, them lull them to sleep, so to say, where you see Dalton Kincaid kind of, or excuse me, Dawson Knox, have more of a breakout game than we may think. A lot of people are focused on Kincaid, um, Knox with that blocking threat. I do think there's more potential there to see him break break one or two of these out. Um, and then obviously Spencer Brown with his, his back, he's kind of been uh, held back on his development. There's a lot of question marks. Uh, a lot of people view it as the weak part of the offensive line. So interested to see him in pass blocking specifically. I do think he's going to be great uh, as usual in, in the run blocking game. All right. My question for you before we get to your prediction and uh, what the bill, what you think the bills can do this year, who has more yardage? Cause you seem, you seem like you're a Bell and Cade fan, but I think you have some Dawson Knox, you know, kind of fan in you too. Who, who's more, who has more success this year, Kincaid or Knox? in ways i think that's a loaded question because the word success so yards touchdowns i do think dalton kincaid is going to grow over the season and i think he's going to have more of an impact but i do think from a blocking standpoint and the 12 personnel threat i think dawson knox is going to have more crucial opportunities at points in the game that matter more um so he he may be uh not looked at the same as Kincaid at the end of the year, but I do think they're both going to hold a very important role. Yeah, they both could just, you know, they both could be equally good, like, to, to, to your For point. Sure. I think they could both just really excel in this offense. I think Dorsey wanted to use 12 personnel last year as a point of emphasis, but they just didn't have, you know, Quentin Morris was not, he, you know, he's a 2021 UDFA. I was a practice mm-hmm. squad guy in 21, and then in 2022 he made the roster, but he just, he, he's he's kind of redundant to Kincaid as well. So, yep. All right, prediction tonight. Uh, you know, we're about an hour away. I don't know if the game's delayed. I haven't checked my phone, but I think the weather cleared up. So I think it's looking good, I think, for a, for 8.30 start or whatever whatever it may be. D-Rum, your prediction, and where do you think the Bills can go this year? Yeah, so I don't I don't want to give a score prediction. 
Uh, I'm a little superstitious with that, but I will give you some different predictions. I do think the first touchdown of the season is going to go to Gabe Davis. Um, one of my other predictions, I do think that we are going to see a lot more of an exotic look on defense than we're used to with McDermott. I, I'm predicting that we're going to see either a safety or linebacker uh, sack. I, I do see them that they're going to be running a lot of exotic looks where we're not exactly brushing, but you're not going to know who's coming and going, so to say. Uh, so I'm super excited to see how that defense looks. Um, and then my final prediction would be that I do think Josh Allen throws three touchdowns to three separate targets in this game. All right, you heard it from DRM uh, first. It's gonna be a it's gonna be a good offensive day for the Bills. Allen's gonna be spreading the around or spreading the ball around like crazy, and the Bills are gonna have a lot of success. Um, yep. DRM, thank you for coming in. I, I appreciate your time and uh, go enjoy the yeah, game. Sure. Have fun. For sure, AJ. And the Bills are going to the Super Bowl. You better you better bet with all the healthy people we got back, the bodies and the additions. Let's go. We're ready. All right, Bills. Bills are going to the Super Bowl. DRM, I will clip that if they do. Uh, you have a good night. Let's go. Thanks. You too. That was DRUM. Uh, thank him for uh, coming in. I really appreciate it. Uh, if you're if you're in the stream right now, please like, share, whatever you may do. If you're listening on audio tomorrow, I, I know we'll have the game result, but you can still kind of listen to this for the preview and what was kind of the talking points talking points prior to the game. Next up, the best background of them all. Like hands down, this guy's got his background is like fascinating. I love it, Pat. Uh, he's coming in. How you doing today? Uh, good, just, good. How you doing? Good, good. Just, just again, tell tell me about yourself, why you're a Bills fan, and uh, kind of how it's all started for you. Yeah, I guess. Uh, first, thanks for having me on. My son's upstairs getting a kick out of this seeing me on TV, so uh, <laughs> he's enjoying that. Shout out Logan upstairs. Um, but yeah, I uh, actually kind of funny story. So my dad grew up a Jets fan. Uh, I live like basically, I could throw a rock to New Jersey from my house. I live right on the borderline, down by uh, about 25 minutes from MetLife. So my dad grew up a Jets fan, and when they left and went to Jersey, he uh, swore them off. And that was the end of Jets' life when he's uh, I can't root for New Jersey team. So uh, then the red, white, and blue grew up. I loved Andre Reid when I was a kid. And uh, now I sucked in the rest of the family to all be a Bills fans, and my wife converted her to a Bills fans. <laughs> uh, so, and uh, also, shout out my dad. Uh, he's NYPD, uh, September 11th. Appreciate you, Dad. Um, he was down there for a lot of that stuff, so uh big day for our family here um i guess a little bit about me uh i'm a k5 phys ed teacher gym teacher uh i coached high school football for 10 years um still helping out with uh team in our town now pro over pirates um and uh yeah huge bills fan never miss a game <laughs> um yeah it's about uh that's, that's me awesome stuff awesome stuff who are your players to watch tonight uh we're about an hour away so, now, like a lot of the other guys, you know, I think just, uh, you know, we're all curious about Kincaid and stuff like that. I want to see what, just what it looks like, first-round pick. But uh, I was talking to my dad on the phone the other night, and really, it's, it's James Cook for me. Um, forever, my entire childhood through, or teenagers, 20s, whatever, through the misery of uh, all, all the losing, we always had a great running back, the guy you can get behind, stuff like that. Then we get Josh Allen, and then the running game disappears, minus him. So uh, last year just felt like, and no offense to Devin Singletary, like seems like a great dude, great teammate, works hard, but just like you not, you just never felt like that electricity coming out of him. Um, you know, and then you see James Cook, and he just 
hits like a half second, you know, quarter second faster through the hole. And you just feel that ability, like, like bigger stuff can happen out of him where instead of four, you know, four or five yards, you know, maybe three, four yards, you know, it could be 15, 20, 25, 80, you know? And uh, so I don't know. That's kind of the thing I'm looking for tonight is the O-line and James Cook. And, uh, you know, will he start making something happen so Josh won't feel the need to run as much as he Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. does. Okay, so my follow-up question with you, because I... You kind of said it before the show. James Cook was the guy. I love the pick. I think the Bills are going to really implement him more this year, not only in the run game, but the short passing game. I think he's very good at, the, at that sort of thing. Does James Cook, for you, reach 1,000 all-purpose yards this year? All-purpose? I think. All-purpose. Yeah, no doubt, I think. I, okay. I think more in the 13, 13.50 area for him, all-purpose. I mean, bar you know, staying that if he stays healthy. Right. Okay. Fair enough. I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I think he's an all thousand all, or, or 1000 all purpose yards uh, player this year prediction, Super Bowl or boss for the bills this year. Uh, what, what are your thoughts on the overall team, the dynamic and uh, just your prediction for tonight? I mean, I never, <laughs> never would have thought, you know, five years ago, I just feel like Super Bowl and bust, but I mean, that's really where we're at. Right. I mean, you know, there's the window. We got Josh, we got our guy. I mean, this team, I was talking to a fellow teacher of mine at school today He's talking about tonight, and I was like, you know, we were thirteen and three last year. We lost combined by what, like eight points? Those three mm-hmm. games had a ton of stuff happen, and just ran out of gas. So I have no reason. I think we got better. I think Leonard Floyd makes us better when Vaughn's back with it. Um, I mean, yeah, you gotta, you gotta think Super Bowl. I mean, right? I mean, <laughs> otherwise, what, what are we here for? Um, <laughs> but as far as tonight, I actually think it's gonna be a little bit higher scoring than uh, you know. I, I see a lot of people. Uh, going a little bit lower the scores. I think it's more in like the 27, 23 kind of area uh, bills, but uh, I don't know. I, I think both these offenses are going to come out of the gate swinging. All right, Pat. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I think it could be, I'm at 24, 23. That's my prediction. So like I'm kind of in that area. Uh, that's, that's kind of where I'm at. Obviously the bills taking the victory, but Pat, thank you for your story. It was great having you on. Thank you for uh, sharing kind of your background and, and what you're, what you're about, what you do is really cool. Again, love the background and uh, enjoy the game with your uh, son. Thanks man. I appreciate it. Have a great night. Yeah, you too. Go bills. Go bills. That was Pat. Uh, awesome guest. Awesome stuff. Um, 25 uh, minutes outside MetLife. He said before the show that it's clearing up there. So it's going to be, Rain-free weather for the uh, big game. Two guests left. One, I uh, went to – I've known him my whole life. Not, not my whole life, but a lot of my life. And then my uh, the last guest will be Kevin Masseri from Cover One. We're going to, like, give you, like, a little 15-minute preview, kind of go in-depth here uh, with, with you know, about an hour left before kickoff. But Nate Hazard, live from Brockport, the RA himself, um, is getting ready for – for a big game uh, tonight, Bills versus Jets. Nate, tell me, tell the people a little bit about yourself, uh, why you're a fan, how it kind of all started, and uh, yeah, why you're why you're still you know a loyal fan after going through all the drought years and stuff like that. Yeah, bro. Uh, my name's obviously as you as you mentioned. My name's Nate. 
Um, from Buffalo, New York. I grew up um, on Lake Erie. Um, I go to Brockport, as you mentioned. Go, 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 Neils, you know? But, um, nah, I go to Brockport. I'm a physical, physical education major. Um, I love the Bills, man. That's what it is. We're, we grew up in Buffalo. That's, a, that's all we've ever known. But Bills and Sabres, bro, that's it, you know? It's nobody else. It's Bills and Sabres. That's it. Yep, that's for sure. Um, all right, players to watch for the game. You can give – if you want to go – you know, I, I said before you missed it, but if you want to go Jets and Bills player, if you want to do, like, one of each, two of each, go ahead. Give me your players to watch for tonight's game. All right, so here's my thing. I got I have four, but I have but it's two and two. Okay, because the first two I'm looking for, Kincaid and Knox. I'm interested to see um, how Ken Dorsey is going to implement the uh, the twelve personnel. Um, I just saw that I just saw that uh, Bills the Bills YouTube just posted yesterday on their on their YouTube um, a video of explaining what twelve personnel is. So I'm you know hopefully that's a sign of things to come. I'm really interested. I know that we were like. We were like bottom in the league last year and twelve personnel, so that, that should be really interesting. Two tight end sets. That's that's exciting for me personally because I, you know, we we, we obviously we need a spark. We like uh, like Pat said in the last one, we kind of just ran out of gas last year and uh, we we faced a tough Cincinnati team, obviously that we didn't get to face um, a couple weeks prior, uh, you know, extenuating circumstances. But you know, um, but we need we, we need more weapons, bro, and. Um, I'm looking forward to Kincaid. Um, I know that I know I know that they got more juice left than Knox because obviously they signed an exception. They see him, they see something in him, right? So um, I'm looking for him. And then my other two are um, are Allen and Diggs. Um, obviously, you know, right? Allen and Diggs. Those are those are those are our guys, you know. But um, I'm looking for them because um, last, you know, over the you know we had a lot of stuff go on over the off season. You know, does Diggs want to be here? Get sent home the first day of camp? It's like. It's like, what's going on with them? And um, I'm just excited to see, like, uh, you know, obviously there was some things that were – that um, that Diggs was frustrated about. And I'm interested to see if those if, – if they kick those to the curb for real, you know? Yeah. Uh, I think Allen and Diggs, again, they've been a lethal connection during pre or, uh, training camp as well as in the preseason. They've had their moments as well. I think you're going to see a lot of hitch routes in the one- to ten-yard range. I think Diggs dominates in that area while also being able to, to be that downfield target. Nate, my question for you, um, you kind of – you hinted at the Knox Kincaid thing. I think that's exciting, the 12 personnel usage. That's a big talking point for most Bills fans. There's this Kincaid jersey that he won um, the, uh, over the summer. But, Nate, what is your prediction um, for this game tonight, and how far do you think this Bills team could go? You know, man, I've been thinking a lot about it. I know, we're, I know you know, we're facing the Jets on 9-11 in MetLife. It's, it's going to be a tough game, obviously, Rodgers' first game. The, the Jets do have a lot of momentum. I talked to some people earlier. They're like, yeah, the man, the Jets have a lot of momentum. And, you know, being up here at Brockport, like, there's a, there's a mix of a lot of fans. There's Jets fans. There's Giants fans. So I hear I, I catch a lot of flack for being a Bills fan sometimes. But you know what, man? We are still we are still those, we are still that team, you know? Our, the window's never closed when you have Josh Allen. Window's never closed when you have Stephon Diggs. And, I, you know, I have a really good feeling about it. I'm going to go with 27-24, just as Pat said. Last, um, the last guy that said it, 27-24. I, th- I think that's pretty simple. Get in and get out with a win. All right, Nate, thank you for tuning in. Again, enjoy your time uh, watching the game tonight in Brockport. I hope you enjoy it. Hey, pray for the tables, baby. Let's go. All right, see ya. That was Nate Hazard live from Brockport. Um, that will do it for uh, all the guests. I do have Kevin Masseri coming on here in a minute, but – I'm just going to start kind of previewing this game a little bit. I'm going to go here for about another 15 minutes, just give my thoughts on what might 
happen tonight and how this game's ultimately going to go. Look, the media, uh, the national media has been down in the bills, you know, all this year. That's been the talking point. It, the, the, the national media has been so high on the Jets and the bills, the, the windows closed and Josh Allen, you know, he wasn't focused last year and Stephon Diggs wants out and Von Miller, you know, is too old and, and Jordan Poyer and Micah Hyde are too old. And, and you watch Monday night countdown today and they're talking about, um, all they're talking about is the Jets and how they're the better roster um, than the Bills, and they just need to figure it out. And they have a chance to be something very special, which I can see. I think they, the Jets can be special. But I think the Bills are in a perfect spot um, going into this year. They're not the favorites. They're not the talking point. They're not the darlings of the NFL. They're now the team that is looked at as the, as the, as the group of players and a, as a coaching staff, as the team that can't get over the hump the team that can't get past the division around, the team that is behind Joe Burrow and Patrick Mahomes. Josh Allen isn't as good as uh, Patrick Mahomes as Joe, and Joe Burrow in the clutch. Um, that's kind of been the narrative. This is your chance tonight to squash all of that. On 9-11, emotional night for you know all of the whole country, but especially the people of New York. You go into, into MetLife, you have every opportunity on the national stage. The Chiefs lose to the Lions on national TV. They go 0-1. The Bengals putrid yesterday now let me i i will say this i think the Bengals will bounce back and i think the chiefs are still a 13-1 team but you have an opportunity right here to start one and all and get ahead of those teams that you've been kind of dealing with the past couple of years and i know it might you might not think it matters but this game is a huge game i think it's a tone setter um from from a lot of angles but the, the big thing for me is look you you have a chance to prove I think they. I think they know it with, within themselves who they are. I think they know what they can be. I think maybe maybe some players have some doubts because they've fallen short. But I think at the end of the day, they knew they know who they are. Tonight's tonight, and I don't. I don't. I know they don't care about it, but I think the the Bills fans do because I think the lack of respect has bothered uh, most of us this offseason. If the Bills go out and show tonight who they are and what they were at the beginning of last season, where they were just dialing up plays, Ken Dorsey was on fire. The defense was causing havoc. And if you go into MetLife and get this win, it's it's a huge game. It's a huge chance for the Bills to really show who they are and their resilience um, after everything that they went through last year. Um, it was just it, – it's crazy to think about. You, we, you know, we, I've went over it time and time again. It, it's a big game, and it's on national TV, and it's Aaron Rodgers. Um, so that that's kind of where I'm at with it. In terms of the actual football game, the X's and O's part of it, look, the offensive line's better. You have Torrance at right guard, who I think is an upgrade. You have Connor McGovern at left guard, who I think is an upgrade over Saffold, obvious. I think Saffold shouldn't even have been on a team. Mitch Morse and Dawkins, uh, your two best offensive linemen you were able to keep. And then on the right side, you got Spencer Brown, the biggest question mark. But again, I think in the run game, I'm not concerned. Um, but in the passing game, we'll see how it goes. Uh, the Bills talent-wise this year with Hardy, Shakir, Sherfield, Diggs, Davis, Kincaid, Knox, Cook, Harris – like that, that's, that's a very solid squad. Uh, and you can argue who has the better roster jets or bills. I'll take the bills because I think they have the continuity and they don't have a lot of new pieces and they're bringing back 75% of that roster. So with that being said, the bills have a chance here to really do some great things. Again, the offensive playmakers are so good this year compared to last year on paper. And I also think the offensive line is upgraded. So if you look at it that way, the Bills are going to have to score points. You're going up against Rodgers. It's not Zach Wilson or Mike White like last year. Um, so that's where I think they're going to have to decipher, like, hey, we're going to have to put up points this year. We can't do what we did last year and kind of have a, 
Adal turnover the ball. Josh Allen had two picks in MetLife last year. So I think Josh Allen needs to play smart football, get the ball out quick, use your running game, lean on James Cook. I think he's a special player. When you get in the red zone, use Damian Harris. Again, a touchdown getter, a guy that has been able to score touchdowns quite you know frequently throughout his career. So you have that dynamic. And then the receivers, I want Gabe Davis. I think he's going to, again, have a big game tonight. They're going to move him all over the place, something we haven't really seen much of. You're going to have Deontay Hardy in the slot with Kincaid. So you're going to have a lot of different things going on for the offense. And as I'm going on my rant, Kevin Masseri is here in the building um, joining me. We're about an hour before kickoff, Kevin. I, I feel it. Uh, it's, it's, I'm getting excited. Uh, it's been a long, long, you know, wait for this because the last time we saw this team, it was, it was kind of, it was almost embarrassing, you know, being there. Like I left with like 14 minutes left in the fourth quarter. I just, I couldn't handle it. But Kevin, I'm talking about just kind of the offense right now. Give me your thoughts. You know, will the offense, how will the offense do? And will it be kind of a different look or will it be a lot of things with just a, a lot of wrinkles? think you're going to see uh, a more aggressive new style of offense. I think you're going to see a 12 personnel package. I think they want to create more mismatches. You saw uh, a similar performance or really scheming up receivers wide open yesterday by a couple of different coaches, you know, most notably Tyreek Hill and what they were able to do with him in motion, simplifying his route tree uh, and getting him in space. I think you're going to see the same thing with the bills and digs today uh, as well as Dalton Kincaid and Dawson Knox on the field at the same time, by definition, 12 personnel there, whether they line up in a true two inline set, they split him out wide, split, split out Dalton Kincaid or Dawson Knox. Uh, so I think you're going to see a multitude of different assignments here given to every player. And then what happens when you trot in Trent Shurfield, when you trot in Deontay Hardy, a Trent Shurfield and digs at receiver, are they going to run out of that? Uh, they, they're still very, very much. could pass out of a set with those two receivers as well. So what about with Shakir and, and Davis come on the field? What, what does that look like? So I think the bills are going to be further ahead of the jets than on the offensive side of the ball, especially, I think both defenses will come in in pretty good shape. The inaction, the inactive notice of Carl Lawson's a pretty big news uh, update that they kind of kept to themselves. Uh, that's their starting D end. Uh, that's a pretty big deal. That'd be like the Bills assigning uh, that Greg Rousseau needed another week to get ready, uh, or or you know Leonard Floyd, whoever it may be. But someone in the system would be more like Greg Rousseau. Uh, so that's 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 a big update. Um, he was one of the keys to the game in their in their pass rush and takes a bite out of it. So I think the Bills can focus interior wise with Quentin, uh, with Cuball as they call him, uh, and and then you, you got Quentin Jefferson. Like I mean, the Bills fans have seen Quentin Jefferson. I'm not overly enthralled by this Jets defensive line right now. Carl Lawson was a big piece of it, uh, but Quentin Williams is the piece next to Quentin Jefferson, uh, next to John Franklin Myers. So we're gonna have to see what they're able to do, and then Will Anderson or you know whoever they will have come off the edge. Um, you know, Jermaine Johnson as well. So it's going to be, it's going to be a fun one, but I do believe the bills offense will be ahead of the Jets offense. Now, Kevin, with that said, and, and they talked about it and the national guys are talking about it. And I, I do agree to an extent because I think a player can bring a kind of a unit to another level. Aaron Rodgers arriving in the jet with the Jets almost, I think gives the Jets defense something more to play for. Not that they aren't playing hard every game, but when you have Aaron Rodgers on the other side of the ball, I think that out, like, look what the Bucs, look what happened with the Bucs uh, when Brady arrived. They're, they just turned it up on their, another level on the defense side of the ball. Their defense was just better. It was overall just a better defense just because of the presence of a guy that's that generationally good. That's kind of what happens. Quinton Williams, a guy that I think can also get to another level. Sauce Gardner, I think, is a guy that can get to another level. Are you worried at all going into this game about this Jets defense just taking over um, this Bills offense and getting it done? Or are you not concerned at all? You think the, the Bills are going to have it figured out and they have a great game plan going in? 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Can't hear you, Kev. Can you hear there you me? go. Back. You're back. Go oh, ahead. Weird. That was super weird. It, like, auto-muted me. Never had that happen before. <laughs> um, but I don't believe... Take. I was a little bad take on it. Yeah, it was terrible. Maybe I got, like, auto-muted by, like, my football takes God. Of, Robert Sala. Yeah, he was like, <laughs> I don't like this take. Um You've seen Josh Allen beat Robert Sala before. I thought last year was an anomaly. You had one game in sleeting rain and snow that the Bills still looked okay. Josh Allen ran up a storm in that game. Then he had another game where he just didn't play very well. He didn't um, at MetLife last year. Uh, wasn't Josh one of his worst games of his career. I don't know if there's a trend there yet, AJ, uh, more than there is that the Jets played him pretty tough last year. The Bills are going to take him seriously, like I told Jets fans this week. Look, if you want to be in primetime, you've now made it to primetime. You're going to get primetime Josh. You're not going to get 1 p.m. Josh, sleepy, sleepy team, you know, kind of kind of going through the motions, um, you know, just 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 thinking they're going to get a win because they're better. That's done. The Jets are not in that camp anymore, AJ. Um, so I do believe you're going to see the best version, the 18 touchdown Josh version, the three interception Josh version, uh, the, the, the 11 and three in primetime. Like you're not going to get a sleepy Josh going through the motions here. Uh, will their defense do enough to win? I mean, that's always on the table. That defense is good enough, uh, and they can do a lot of different things right. But I do think you see a strong Josh Allen. He's always good against teams he lost to the previous year. Uh, I believe he's 7-0 and coming off teams that he lost to previously. Uh, so you're going to get the best version of Josh. You don't generally get him twice, but if he does get got, uh, there's something to be said that he can't play at MetLife. So, um, but he's already proven that he's been able to. But MetLife against Robert Sala. Uh, I guess you could start to 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 make that comparison. But up until last year, he's had no problems with Robert Sala defenses in San Francisco um, or, you know, in the first couple of years as coach. Just, you know, he had a bad performance at MetLife last year. And, you know, maybe there is something to take away from that. Uh, but I think Josh has had a whole offseason to think about it, to plan. This is one of the worst he has played recently in his career. Uh, so I do think Josh generally, he, like he said in Green Bay um, last year, I can say Aaron Rodgers, he said that was the worst I had played as a rookie. Uh, against Green Bay, I got to got to clean it up, and he did. I think you'll see the same here as you see another performance where this is beside the Green Bay rookie year and a couple other performances. It was one of the worst uh, worst games he had played as a pro. So I think you'll see the best version of Josh outside of I, I'm not exactly sure uh, what could go wrong here, but you know, primetime Josh is proven. It's more proven than the one game sample size uh, struggles at MetLife last year. All right, Kevin, we're gonna go keys to the game, and then we'll get out of here because you know, I think you know. I don't want to go too far in before before the uh, kickoff begins. Give me one key to the game on offense for the Bills to get it done, one key for the defense, and then I will follow. Yeah, one key for the Bills to get it done today is to keep the ball, run it well, and get it out of 12 personnel. Um, I think if they're strong, they bring something new to the table that no one is in the league has seen, not even Robert Sala, uh, in terms of what this Bills offense can do. 
I think it'll be a long day. And I think that's how you beat the Jets defense is keeping them guessing, uh, keeping that, you know, vaunted D line uh, at bay and showing this new school running game. What can Damian Harris do? I think that's a key to the game. I don't know if I don't not sure how many more carries James Cook will get over Damian Harris. We'll see today uh, in about you know 45 minutes uh, to half an hour here on, on, on if that'll be true. Keys to the uh, keys to the defense. The pass rush. Can it get there against a bad? We did not see it, them do it against a banged up Bengals line to finish the year last year. This is the time they need to actually show it. They even increased it from, you know, they added in a healthy Daquan Jones. They've added in Puna Ford. They've added in uh, Leonard Floyd. Um, you know, there's 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 just too much, too many additions there uh, to be had and a healthy defensive line against a never played together offensive line. AJ, it's different than at the end of the year when you guys know each other. This is at the start of the season. They need to get after it. They need to make Aaron Rodgers throw within a second. And if he does that, I feel pretty good about the Bills keeping everything in front of them uh, because Aaron's going to get the ball out. It's going to limit the, the plays that he's able to make. All right. I will go with mine offensively. It's the simplest one, but I think it's an important one. It's protect Josh Allen. You have a new right guard. You have a new left guard. Um, the continuity of those two, the, the, that interior is a big question mark for me. I, I think it, they have, the, you know, obviously they have a tremendous ability. I think it's an upgrade on paper, but I want to see it in action. You have a big test with Quinn Williams. It's a huge, huge task for either Torrance or McGovern uh, and Morris too as well if they decide to maybe double team him. And then the right side, obviously, Spencer Brown. Look at I mean, this is – if you want to make a statement as a player, and I think his ability to pull in the run game and his ability to maul people and, and spring free guys, that's not really his question mark. That, that's a thing that I think he's already kind of proven to me. I don't really – I'm not really worried about that. The question is on a third and eight, if they're bringing six or seven, is that right side of the line going to be able to communicate with Spencer Brown and Torrance to pick up the right guys? And, you know, you need to, you need to be able to block. Whether that's Dawson Knox on the right side chipping to help Spencer Brown, whether that's having enough confidence in Spencer Brown where he can win those one-on-one battles, that's what's going to be the thing for the offense. Josh Allen, give it, having time to throw, getting it out quickly, using that short passing game as an extension of the running game, using Damian Harris in the red zone, using James Cook as well. Um, so all those things combined. Defensively, Again, I'm going to stick with the defensive line, but I'm going to go a different route. Um, I think it's the defensive line taking up blocks so Terrell Bernard is able to get comfortable and help defend the run game. It's a big question for Bernard. Obviously, he has the green dot. He's calling the plays. Will the defensive line be able to soak up blocks for an undersized linebacker? And I'm not undersized, but a smaller linebacker. Is he going to be able to, to – help stop the run and get to those gaps and fill them and make some plays. I think a lot of it's on the defensive line. Some of it's on Bernard as well, but I think with the defensive line being dominant in the pass and run game really helps Bernard get comfortable uh, headed into this game. That's a big question mark for me. Cause look, Delvin cook, I think he has something to prove uh, coming off of Minnesota. No one really wanted him. Then he ends up with the jets. Is he people have said he's lost a step. He had a thousand yards last year. Uh, he had a good game against the bills, but I mean, he had, he had one long run, but he's still, dominated that game. I think he had a really good game. And then obviously Brees Hall coming off that ACL injury. What is he? Is he the same player uh, that he once was? The running back situation for the Jets right now is my kind of talking point. But Kevin, before we get out of here, uh, it's been a great show so far. Again, thank you everyone for tuning in and uh, joining me. It's been a great show. Your prediction for the game and, you know, just kind of how, like, I want a confidence level, Kevin. I want like a one to 10, 
like how confident? Because you know you can have that fake confidence as a Bills fan. Because like that 2020 season going into the AFC Championship game against the Chiefs, I was like, yeah, I'm confident. But like you know, we knew it was going to happen because it was Patrick Mahomes. So like a two out of ten, right? Right, right. So what is your confidence level going into this game and your score prediction? I just I don't know. I think if when they're ticking, when the Jets are ticking on all cylinders, and we've seen it. And um, they they do strike some threat into us. I do think that lower that a number will go down. But I think right now for me and what I've seen and being a paper paper tiger right now, I, I mean, just we haven't seen them put anything together. Uh, that offensive line's a mess, in my opinion. If it comes out strong and they're really good, then the next time we play in Buffalo, this confidence level will definitely be down. Um, but for right now, it's an eight. Uh, there still is a couple of ticks that um, that they can do it and do it well, and that defense is good enough to not to not have it a little bit higher. Uh, but right now, I'm going to stick it at an eight. But it could very well go to a four or five next time they play if they prove it over the first. And their schedule's hard if they prove it over the first seven or eight games. Uh, then the back half of the year, then, then I'm going to have to change my score uh, next time we speak, AJ. But um, my score prediction, I got to keep it uh, standard of the Going Deep podcast and my show there. I can't just change score predictions every three days. Uh, <laughs> but I got I got 31 13. Think the Bills. I uh, think the Bills defense get it done, and I think uh, they'll get some turnovers. I really do. I think that they'll be able to get uh, turn the ball over. I think you'll see a play on special teams today. Uh, and I got 31-13. That doesn't mean that they absolutely destroyed their defense. I think it just means they played a really good football game. And you get primetime Josh. I think he's going to want to show that DJ Reed can't lock up his number one receiver. Uh, so I think uh, that's that's – it's you're going to get the best version of Josh. Can they keep the high riding into the Raiders next week, AJ? That's going to be the question. Yeah, I'm going to go same confidence level, but I'm going to give it a different explanation. And I've kind of already went through it, but I think it's the narrative. The players know. The players know that the Jets offseason has been their Super Bowl. It's kind of been the talking point. I think the Bills have something to prove, and I think they do it tonight. I got a Bills win 24-23, 23-17, two minutes, 30 seconds left. Sorry, I'm, I'm not going to get this specific for every week, but since it's the first you know weekend of football, I have to. 23-17, two minutes, 30 seconds left, one timeout. Josh Allen's ball drives down the field, Dalton Kincaid touchdown. And Dalton Kincaid is the best first-round pick in the history of Brandon Bean. Um, that's, what, that's what would be said. I don't know about that, but that's what would be said. Uh, so that's kind of my prediction. That's where I'm going. 24-23 Bills. We are about 30 minutes away, folks, from the Bills kickoff. I'm excited. You're excited. David is excited in the chat. He says a let's go. Um, I'm really looking forward to it. If you're listening on audio tomorrow – Thank you. I appreciate it. It's going to be a preview, but you can still look at the talking points. It's greatly appreciated. If you liked it live, please like, share, subscribe. Um, it's, it is uh, I'm, I'm really excited. I, I really don't know what else to say. I'm, I'm getting. I'm talking faster and faster as I go here. So, uh, here with Kevin Masseri, it's uh, AJ Zabalski with AJ's analysis. I will see you next week. And again, hopefully the Bills uh, squeak this one out and move to one and zero. If not, it's not the end of the world. The Chiefs and Bengals are zero and one. So you, you got to move on and you have to, you, you're going to have to figure it out. You have the talent. So figure it out. Thank you guys. And we'll see you next time. More to do's less time and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all in one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high quality leads, fast closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark breaking quarters. It's not a miracle, it's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today.